0: What's up, Internet? You're tuned on episode 119 of Nintendo Noise, Slip Screen Games' weekly Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined, as always, by my very good friend and co-host, Miss Sierra Plus Ultra. Hi. Sierra, we have a a mailbag that is just chock full today. We are doing a a nothing-but-a-question-block episode for the first time in a really long time. And I am super excited to get to talk about some random stuff with you today.
1: Yeah, it's going to be nice to just bounce around. Thanks for the questions, everybody.
0: Yeah, thanks so much to everybody who wrote in. Remember, if you guys want to be a part of the question block segment and write in with your thoughts, comments, or questions about anything relating to Nintendo, make sure you hit us up uh, just like all these fine folks did. Thanks again for heating the call because I threw it out to everybody. And I was like, look, there's no news this week. Give us some heat and y'all delivered. So thank you so much. Uh, We're going to start things off with a a timely question from one Andrew Valentine, who wrote in and said, do Nintendo have a presence at the Game Awards? If so, what do they show? So uh, the Game Awards are going to be happening in three days as of this recording. So by the time you're listening to this, they will be uh, tomorrow, right? I mean, I guess unless you're listening to this late and then what's up? We're in the past and they already happened. So uh, I think... Before we answer, I want to just set the stage for you a little bit in terms of what we can expect. And then I think let's try to, I want to try to suss out what's realistic, you know? Because, like, I think it's easy to be like the Nintendo Switch 2 or, you know, like the next Mario movie trailer or something like that. But I, I think that that's probably shooting a little too high, right? I want to try to guess something that's somewhat realistic. So, taking a look at, the history of their presence at the game awards it's been pretty spotty in terms of like what you get from them if anything right there's generally speaking they're there right they didn't uh show up in 2021 right uh pretty much at all doug bowser was there to uh get an award there were a couple third party announcements nothing from the first party but you know for a few years before that we had kind of had a steady stream of at least one, you know, pretty big announcement. We had a few like, um, looks at Breath of the Wild before it came out. We had the Joker and Smash announcement back in 2018. Then we had the Sephiroth announcement, um, in what, 2020? Uh, they announced Bravely Default 2 there in 2019. So, like, you had a couple of big hitters. And then last year we got, uh, Bayonetta Origins, the Fire Emblem, uh, Engage expansion pass, and then the first like full length trailer for the mario movie so they had a lot last year right yeah so then you look at this year they are the most nominated company with 15 game uh awards that they're nominated for um which is you know pretty pretty big and they're already kind of talking up the event in a way that you know i don't feel like they have in prior years um they had a tweet where they were like talking about both of the games being nominated for Game of the Year. Pretty standard. But something that I don't that I couldn't find that they had done in years past. It's possible that the videos maybe just don't aren't up anymore. Um, but they made like a hype trailer for Tears of the Kingdom that was like, hey, it's nominated for Game of the Year. And it's it was you know, kind of like a a new marketing beat opportunity, but something that like that being on their main YouTube channel and being like a um, you know, something that they were pushing uh as if you know, it, To me, that signals a level of investment in the show that I feel right, like. Right,
1: like we care about this. Exactly,
0: right? Like you don't put yeah. that up if, if, it's, if you're treating it like any other award show, right? They get nominated for a, dozens of awards a year. That's the one that they focused in on. Yeah. So with that, I feel like it's probably likely that they'll have something to show. And they'll probably have something somewhat significant. But the what of it is tough for me. Like trying to figure yeah. out what is actually realistic, based on what is like left, right? Because we know that a new console is coming next, or we think we know that a new console is coming next year. We know that there's a couple games coming out between now and then. It's like, do you maybe get another look at something like, you know, the the Peach game that's coming out, or you know, like something that we already know about? Do we maybe get like DLC announcement for Tears of the Kingdom or?
1: I think the most likely thing is that we will get a DLC announcement. It's it's predictable as hell. But, like, with the Switch 2 not being announced yet, and I don't think they're going to play that hand at the Game Awards. Right? That feels like, like a thing you want
0: on its own day.
1: Yeah. You don't want them to own that, like, that announcement. I guess, I mean, I'm thinking in terms of Nintendo. I wouldn't want Jeff Keighley. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> to get that one or maybe they don't care maybe i they mean, will.
0: I don't know but, like they did reveal the xbox series x at the game awards and like I, I guess there is something to be said for like hey like you're revealing this at a thing that people are already watching and then mm-hmm. you're also gonna put it out anyway and it'll still get the same amount of you know it's like it's nintendo's next console right like that yeah it's gonna eclipse anything else that gets announced at that event by a lot right Right. And especially if like one of their games wins games game of the year, I guess I could see that being like a cool moment. But I think yeah. you're right, though. I feel like that seems too, too big.
1: Yeah, too big. So I'm thinking DLC for first, here's the kingdom, or more Splatoon content. Unless <laughs> no, <laughs> please, anything <laughs> <with that. laughs> It's just such a Nintendo move big announcement coming and it's just splatoon <laughs> content <laughs> oh my like God. big opener but um hilariously in the back of my mind i'm also like what if they do a big announcement what if they do a big guy but it's the orlando super nintendo world or super mario world oh
0: that's interesting that's interesting like that could be that could be because yeah. that is i think the type of shit like this that would make because like sorry uh you're you you sparked a thought in me and i'm jumping in a bunch of different directions here so like thinking about the um the switch two thing right and 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 i made the comment that if you reveal it here it's the biggest moment at the game awards and then also after that it's still a big news story that's basically what happened with the the mario trailer right because it was Mm -hmm. like a game awards exclusive but it's it was on YouTube after that and it got the same push that any other trailer would get. And it's not yeah. like it had any thunder stolen by being viewed at a thing that a bunch of people that it's a relevant ad for are watching anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, even if it's not, even if Switch 2 is too big, maybe the theme park does make sense because that's not the biggest announcement, right? It's the third version of it. Yeah. At that point. So like, maybe the idea of like, hey, like, They do talk about it or because I know that like the new Donkey Kong ride, I think just opened in Japan or it's like about Mm. to open. Maybe they show a video of that and then they talk about, hey, like even if it's not ready, they could maybe throw out a release date for the park or something like, yeah, maybe it's coming next year or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just like because like you said earlier, like they've announced non game things, shared non game content. so i think that could be a potential big announcement it's a we'll see
0: the bayonetta thing from last year makes me think like maybe it's we could also just get something that we don't know you know like something yeah. that like is impossible to predict because it's just like yeah this is like a little side project kind of thing you know yeah something that doesn't necessarily have the same heat as you know like you said like one of the big ones but like something that's still like oh cool like that's you know that's a uh, a a release we can look forward to next year that you know um got to have its moment at this event
1: right I want to say Metroid Prime 4 but maybe that's another one they also save for after the Switch 2 that was-
0: that's that one that makes sense to me though and like I think you're right that like it is it is a big one in terms of I think you put that kind of on the same level as something like oh you know new hardware or something like that, because it's like, oh, this is like a S tier title. We've been waiting for it all this time. But it's also, like, had a lot of the air taken out of its sales because of the fact that they announced <laughs> it with the original Switch. yeah It got canceled and restarted, and now we haven't heard about it for years and years. You know, we just had the remaster earlier this year. Maybe this is a good time to, like, re-reveal it, because, you know, maybe... You kind of understand that because that game has already been announced and then canceled, and you know now kind of re uh, announced, and everybody's kind of just sitting waiting for it. That yeah. you're like, let's do it at an event like this. That's a big fan event that you know is going to help generate buzz around it and get people talking about it again because it's not a new thing, but it is a new thing. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Those are two really good two really good predictions um i like those i think they both make a lot of sense i think (sighs) dlc is an interesting one for me because i feel like we all kind of accepted that tears of the kingdom wouldn't get dlc because they didn't announce it right away like they did with the breath of the wild stuff but oh
1: okay that's also just that could just be
0: you know we didn't think mario kart 8 would get dlc right like maybe the plan is just different this time around right so i that I think is another one that could make a lot of sense because it's there, it's nominated for game of the year. Even if it doesn't win, it's going to win something. And you got to imagine that, you know, announcing, hey, like game of the game. Oh, this was game of the year. Great. DLC is coming out in a couple months. It's like, that would be really cool, you know? Right. That would be a cool, like, one, two kind of moment. Excuse
1: Surely me. they will win one of the 15 nominations. <laughs> right. Like,
0: yeah. So I like, think it's a lock. And yeah. That, that could be neat, you know? Um, you know we have another question here in the question block um this one comes from uh Andrew Valentine who says I want DLC for Mario Wonder pitch ideas to Nintendo for what that DLC could be that's another one I think could be interesting is like that game's recent and I think I could see them maybe again it's nominated for game of the year it's probably not going to win right but yeah (laughs) uh, I think even if that's the case like you could you know, take advantage of the fact that people are there celebrating it and talking about it and being like, "Hey, like you guys loved it." There's more of it coming. Like, yeah, I don't know how realistic that is because obviously there's not like a track record of of 2D Mario games getting DLC, but you know, yeah, never I don't say never.
1: call like, yeah, exactly. Never say never, though.
0: So, oh, we you know, I guess they did do the the Luigi stuff for Super Mario Bros. U. They did the like with the Year of Luigi. They added. A bunch of levels to that game so that's ah, okay a precedent i guess um yeah. so i guess you something like that but you know i guess let's answer uh let's answer uh andrew's question here so like if if they were going to do it what's your vision for it? Because i think the easy answer is you just add another world right or another yeah, three world or whatever exactly. and you just add more levels and you know you debut a couple new wonder seeds and and let that be that
1: Um, I still haven't gotten very far in the game. Is Wario already in it? No. Add Wario.
0: Good idea. (laughs) You know, we're big Wario fans on this show. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, no, that could be cool. You could, you could do that. You could add like one world and add, um, you know, Wario, Waluigi, you know, a couple other characters that, that, um, you could make playable
1: yeah i think that is there you go nintendo i just gave we just gave you your dlc that's a free for one free. <laughs> for, free. for free yeah Out of, the know, of our hearts
0: I, I don't know that it's like the sexiest answer but i kind of think that's that's what makes sense for that i don't have like a, a super dynamic pitch for the dlc no. aside from you make more levels and like they're hard right like
1: me neither because there's already so much going on in that game. What could I what mechanic could I invent or what cool new thing? Yeah. Anything that that's going to be that dynamic
0: they're going to save for a sequel or something or like the next 2D Mario, right? Yeah, like they're not going to, you know, blow it in a in a DLC. Mhm. All right. Okay. So, I mean, we'll see. You will know soon enough, right? So, hopefully uh hopefully we get something fun and uh it's something that's worth talking about next week and uh We'll see, and if it's nothing, then hey, hopefully this segment was at least fun, and you can think about what could have been.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna keep jumping into questions. Like I said, we got a lot of them this week, so let's let's get into this one uh, from Left Eye Lazy, who wrote in on the Discord and said, "I forgot to ask uh, before the show, but have you guys played Suica game yet?" This is an old question, so we're getting to it now, Matt. Uh, whether yes or no, do you think we will ever see a day where a comfort game can be game of the year? I ask for Nintendo Noise because I feel like the platform is perfect for it. Yeah, you know we like cozy games here on Nintendo love. Noise. So I think that's a good question. Um, so let's let's start with the first one. Have you played this this week? A game? I uh, I hadn't heard of it, but it looks super no. Cute. But
1: I see AJ going online and play it all the time, and I think he streamed it. I, I, I like the uh,
0: I like the cute little cute little from, watermelon guy.
1: Yeah, I love them. I mean, I haven't played yet. I will but I was reading about it and it's a puzzle game. That's right in my alley.
0: Yeah, it looks, it looks like it's like there's like a box and you need to, it's like almost Tetris-y, I guess, where it's like yeah. there's like a fruit and you got to keep dropping it and like fill the box as you go. And I guess like how well you stack it is going to be like, I guess, how much, how many points you get. And like the watermelon's kind of like this big centerpiece that I guess, you know, is blocking everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says you got to like prevent them from overflowing. It looks like is the thing. Oh, Okay, and if you match the same kinds of fruit, they'll disappear, and then that's how you can keep moving it. So, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's that's got kind really of a, a Tetris, Tetrisy vibe to it. Um, that's interesting to me. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played that, but um, you put it on my map, so maybe I'll check it out. Cause, oh yeah, like you, I also like a, a good. I like that kind of puzzle game. I don't like the kind that Steve likes. The like weird, you know, like um. Like the first person, like uh, like the witness or like like um stuff like what's that other game, with the it's like there's a robot and it's holding a cat or something.
1: I, can't <laughs> I, think of I, think this I don't know what the game. What of. the hell is this game? I can't <laughs> think of it. Uh It's the something. I can't Ooh. wait for somebody to. People are
0: screaming because the Talos <laughs> Principle. That's it. The Talos. Oh,
1: principle. I think I've heard of this, but I've never um, seen it.
0: Google it because you'll know what I'm talking about. Like the the I think the box art for the original the game is like a robot holding a little animal of some kind.
1: That's a fucked up looking robot guy. A little creepy. Love that. Yeah,
0: but he I don't think he's mean or anything. I think it's okay.
1: Right. Um, he's just a he's just a fucked up guy.
0: But it's one of those like exploratory, like experiential puzzle games. You know, like like Portal is like I guess. Oh, it like, high def. That. Um.
1: What is yeah, I, think, the... I think
0: they just, I think they did a remaster of it or something like that before the sequel that just came out. So um, it's
1: holding the cat on the box art. But then you look in and it just kind of looks like Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't see the cat.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't know that the cat is actually in the game.
1: Fuck! Why would they do that?
0: To bring you in.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember the box art, you know?
1: <laughs> Surely the cat is involved at some point. I would hate for it to be like, Intr- intro. It's in the beginning of the game, but not there the rest of it.
0: Oh no! Yeah, oh, hate Hold that. On. Let me see. Is there? Is there a cat in the Talus principle? <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. Oh no. Okay, there are cats. There are cats. I guess you oh, meet them in the overall, and you can pet them. Great. There's a
1: cat ending.
0: Oh my god! Wow. Cat okay. Ending. So this is a this is a primo cat game, everybody. So good. Maybe maybe go check that out. Um, I know Steve likes it and he wants to play the, he didn't get to the sequel yet, but he liked the first one a lot and uh, is looking forward to it. So there you go. Ringing endorsement. Um, but to answer, answer Matt's question, do we ever see a day where a comfort game can be game of the year? I think it depends on how loose you are with the, with the term comfort game, I guess. Right. Cause like, I do think that there's a universe where a, a game that we do kind of think of as, like, a cozy game, quote-unquote, um, is, like, an emotionally narrative game as well and hits a deep enough, you know, strikes a chord with people enough that it could it could win a game of the year. Um, there definitely are the odd years where, like, weird, sad indie games take it. Yeah. You know, it happens uh journey was a game of the year right um we had it takes 2 and like 2 years ago or whatever so i think it's possible but it would definitely need to be one that i think is like emotional in some way and i think how emotional it is and how much it like tugs on your heartstrings may push it outside of that like comfort quote unquote game category you know what i mean
1: right cuz like uh I was just looking up like I know Animal Crossing New Horizons was nominated and I was like did that win game of the year and it didn't so of all the ones I would have thought would win it would be New Horizons yeah it didn't
0: that's gotta be like the the closest one has ever come
1: cozy game yeah
0: like that's an absolute comfort game for sure uh comforted the whole world during (laughs) like the darkest years of all time ah yes so, you know, I guess maybe with that in mind, yeah. Like, what did win that year? So it's 2020. What else was that? Mm-hmm. Is it Sekiro? Is that
1: 2019? 2020. Oh, I can't remember. Um, it was
0: uh Last of Us Part Two. Oh, okay. Not that a makes sense. Game. the exact opposite of a comfort game, but like, damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mm, I think if it was if that game had not come out that year, a comfort game would have won game of the year, right? Yeah. So I think to answer your question, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. I think that's the best I got for you, bud. <laughs> the next time Animal Crossing comes out is probably the next shot we got at a comfort game, quote unquote winning game of the year. Yeah, but, we'll
1: see if they can top New Horizons.
0: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But, you know, we'll see if anybody can do it. It's Nintendo. Uh, So we got another one from Left Eye Lazy. Let's uh, let's keep this trend going here. What is the Nintendo Switch vacation holiday game of 2024? Not to give as a gift, but to completely relax.
1: Hmm. I haven't played any relaxing games lately.
0: Yeah, again, I think it's like, I guess, what's your definition of relaxing, right? Because, like, I would say... I would say the game that I would pitch for for folks to play over the break on Switch is Super Mario RPG, if you haven't played it already, yeah, yeah. which I think it's a, on my lot of, list. a lot of people probably haven't played it yet, right? I think it's like a, a great – it's like a super um, – I think if you are at all a JRPG person, it, it, even if you've not played this game, it, it has like a really – like fun nostalgic energy to it you know and it's a super simple story but it is like the script is pretty snappy it's funny and and it has a lot of like good character moments and um it's light but it's not light to the point where i think it feels like frivolous right and i think that's like a, a a good balance right and it's like not a knuckle grinding rpg but it's also not so brain dead that you can kind of just like you know futz your way through it. So I think it's I think it's a good a good balance, and I think a lot of folks, especially like if you're somebody you know, like if you're a Pokemon player, right? Like I think this is a game that you could easily slot into and be like, this makes sense to me, and you know I can vibe with this quickly and and get into the story, you know?
1: Yeah, no, totally. Even if it's not like cozy in nature, like the the, the mechanics of how you play the game is like not too involved. Like it's familiar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and like I think the story is like it's like a fun adventure story which I I think you kind of don't necessarily think of as being cozy but because it's a Mario story and it's like lighter and like it's more of like a romp, you know? It's like I think it has moments that are cozy, you know, like the yeah. towns are cozy and cute and I think there's there's a lot of like fun character too. Yeah, there's it. a lot I
1: mean. of adorable story beats that yeah. happen to my understanding. Yeah. And even just
0: like even some of the enemies are like cute, you know? It's like I, Yeah. I think it's I think it's I think it's a good vibe, right? That's when I could definitely see you like, you know, I'm I'm home for the holidays. Let me like, you know, get my jams on, sit by the fire, play some Super Mario RPG. Yeah. That's my recommendation. All right. Uh let's on the the holiday, you know, vibe, right? That's around the corner here. Uh Andrew Valentine wrote in again and said, What's the best Nintendo related Christmas present you've ever received?
1: Hmm. Uh honestly for me and not then this is not you know a good game by like ooh, but
0: what is the setup
1: well, here like <laughs> it's not a good game in terms that it worked well but hey you pikachu i ah, did get it okay
0: of course <laughs> yeah know, wow. weird setup but look you you enjoyed it though that's what's important right yeah. it was on our it was one of the top 100 nintendo games of all yeah. time hey you pikachu
1: There's probably a lot of uh, Pokemon games or games in general that I got for Christmas and I don't remember. Sure. Um, But that one, like,
0: sticks out as being, like, a Christmas morning thing.
1: Oh, yeah. And there's... Yeah, I wish I remembered the others. I wish I remembered any of my childhood. But alas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You just get these uh, flashes.
1: Yeah. How about you? Uh, I think...
0: There were, there were like, two that came to mind for me. Um, one of them, I think, might have even actually been a birthday present, but my birthday is two days after Christmas, so... It counts. It counts, right? Um, so, being the, you know, Pokemon-obsessed uh, youth, and now adult, but youth at the time that I was, um, and being an only child, right, uh, I had every version of Pokemon... But I had run into a problem where um, I had finished all the games that I owned and I wanted to transfer my Pokemon out of the cartridges before I would restart and replay the games, right. And it had become this thing where it's like I can only do it when I'm hanging out with a friend and then I gotta monopolize their Game boy for a certain amount of time. And it's like, you know, I had friends that let me do it. It wasn't impossible, but it was it was uh, it was a hindrance. Right to my operations here as right. like a, a burgeoning Pokemon master who was trying to complete the Gen two Pokédex at the time. Um, so my aunt and uncle got me a uh, uh, one of the purple translucent uh, Game Boy colors. That was my second Game Boy, and literally I asked for it just so I could trade Pokemon to myself. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Let's go.
0: Which is, you know, these are these are the real OG moments. You know, it's like that's when you knew that there was something wrong with me as a kid. But you know, God bless them; they supported me anyway.
1: <laughs> yep, they saw your struggle, and they never they never judged or questioned. They were just like, "We gotta, we gotta get, we gotta give Pete a hand here."
0: Like, get this kid a second Game Boy. All right, yeah, he's, he's with himself. All right, okay. You know,
1: <laughs> but that's that rocks. Just to have two, like it was awesome. It was so yeah. Cool.
0: And like it was a thing where like I remember like bragging about it. I was like, "This is so so cool, right?" Like, <laughs> anybody wants to take advantage of my second Game Boy, just let just let me know. You know, your buddy's got you. Back. Yeah,
1: I got you on a loan. It's all good. <laughs> all good, Dave. Don't worry. You can take it, take it home. From you school want to come weekend. through
0: and make some trades? My boy. Like, uh, yeah. Let me know what's up. <laughs> so ridiculous. But, yeah, that was, that was definitely, like, a great one. And uh, I, got, I got my Nintendo 64 for Christmas uh, in whatever year it was, right? I was a little bit late to the party on the N64, but I remember that was a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you, I know I got countless games, um, but there's only two that I really remember that are Nintendo games that I got for Christmas, right. which were Pokemon Silver because I remember I had gotten gold at launch and I had already started that run. But for some reason, like when I got, because like I said, I got both versions every time. When I got silver, I uh, chose, when I, okay, sorry, let me back up. I got gold initially. And I chose Cyndaquil as my starter. And I remember after I had done that and I was like, you know, already kind of well into my thing. I was like, man, kind of regret not picking the, the water starter. You know, I feel like water is water Pokemon are my thing. Right? Like maybe I should have went with Totodile. But oh well, no problem. Right? We'll, we'll we'll soldier on here. And then when I got Silver Version and I started it with Totodile that day, I just played it all through Christmas, like while we were at my grandma's house, like off and on. And I actually caught up uh, to where I was in my Gold Version. And I was like, this is my wow. new version now, and I just
1: started playing it. For right. Bye. Kids are
0: weird. <laughs> Uh, and then another game I've talked about a lot was Kirby's Nightmare in Dreamland, and I remember I got that as well because I remember like seeing the commercial and being like, "This looks awesome! Can't wait!" Yeah. And that was like the game I was excited to start that Christmas for whatever, or yeah, whatever year that was, right? Probably, like O two or whatever. Um, and that was one that yeah, I remember jumping into right away and and like you know being like, "Oh, love it!" One of my all time favorites, and yeah. I always associate that as being like a Christmas thing. Mm. All right, uh, so the next one we got. This is uh, from Trendy Brandy. This is another uh, another older one. Um, thanks for resubmitting this one, uh, Brandy, because you're the reason that everybody, uh, all these old questions got answered. Because I went back and saw how many we had missed uh, from people submitting in between episodes. So, uh, shout out to Brandy on that one. Uh, so this one has a visual element, which I'm I'm gonna have to try to pull up for the YouTube kids, um, but. Trendy Brandy wrote in and said, I visited the National Video Game Museum for me and my girlfriend's one year of dating anniversary, and saw this insane monster. Uh, And then he attached a photo that he took of a device that is known as the Panasonic Q. Uh, So if you have never heard of this thing, it is a GameCube model that um, they had like a pretty limited number of um, that had a uh, Game Boy player built into it as well as a Panasonic uh DVD player. And it is like a weird it's a kind of a monstrosity um <laughs> for sure it's like definitely like a funky looking device but
1: uh it looks like a karaoke machine. That doesn't look oh like God, a game machine. It does
0: look like a karaoke machine. It looks machine. like
1: a 2000s karaoke machine.
0: And it's like it's got like a little um and here I'm, I'm trying to let really me pull this image up for the folks here um but yeah it's it's got like a little uh like screen on the the top and like a bunch of buttons and everything because you know i i guess uh it had all that so you didn't need a remote um i'm imagining that was like a, an optional accessory um but yeah here now i can pull it up for people there you go and uh yeah it's just insane it's it's a weird device and uh brandy said could you imagine nintendo making hardware with another company like this today what would they even do and i would definitely say no um this is uh, i think a bit of a relic um but it is wild to see some of this stuff and it reminded me of some of the other kind of weird partnerships that nintendo has made over the years and um I think how many of them, like, end, ended up becoming memes or things that are are just, like, straight up forgotten is probably why we don't see m- more stuff like this because yeah. I think they learned relying on themselves was better than relying on other companies. Um, but, like, a couple things that came to mind for me were, like, the the partnership they had with Philips that led to, like, the notorious uh, Zelda CDI games. And, like, that was, like, them partnering on technology with another company I mean, I guess that's what they've done with Nvidia and the Switch, like for the the chips and everything that they use in it. But obviously, a little bit different um, yeah. than something funky like this.
1: Oh man, I this this is the, back then. We were like, this is cutting edge technology. Now I'm looking at, it, I'm like, this is so ugly. <laughs> oh my
0: god, yeah, yeah, it's, it's bad. so nasty. I mean, there was like a moment. Like, where we had that everything is like chrome and platinum. it's yes. The year like 2000.
1: <laughs> Not oh, a lot of things yes.
0: look good in that color, you know?
1: <laughs> what is like. Uh, I can't think of a single like Nintendo brand partnership with like another like product manufacturer that they would ever consider in this lifetime. Ever. Not at this point, because it's like, I feel like. All this stuff. Smart
0: Nintendo, no, smart
1: fr- Nintendo smart fridges. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I guess you could do something like that where like you put Nintendo games on. But it's like that'd be putting on other hardware, which is like not a thing that they do. You know, it's like
1: how do we put the NVIDIA chip in a smart fridge? <laughs> or a processor. Or you put it in a mini <laughs>
0: fridge, right? And when you're at home, it's a home console. When you take it camping, it's a mobile device. So it's a switch
1: fridge. Yeah. There you go. Oh, sick! That one's free. Um, (laughs) Remember Nintendo? We give them out for free (laughs) every week. (laughs) Every week, we're out
0: here just giving you these ideas. We're just pitching them. It's pitching you softballs for free Nintendo. Don't
1: even know.
0: I think I think the thing that I thought about, like, because the question, like, what what would they even do? The thing that came to mind for me is like kind of a rehash of a thing that happened with the Vita. Where, like, I guess you could have a situation where maybe you're like, okay, switch to, we want it to be even more untethered, right, to the home. So maybe you do some kind of partnership where you can get uh, a, one that has, like, um a chip in it so you can put like 5g internet on it right like you did with the the vita the oh. original vita um, and you could get like a phone plan for it so you could play it <laughs> wherever you wanted um and it's like that sounds insane right <laughs> so it's like i don't know that that makes sense but i guess you could do something like that but it's barring that i don't know what benefit they would have to partner with anybody else in this kind of way because yeah
1: I know. It's, pointless. it's like,
0: what, what would that even look like? I don't know.
1: Being able to call my Nintendo Twitter moots on my Switch. <laughs> 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 Some people should not have that feature. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, we're oh going to jump into God. a couple more questions for the question block in just a minute here. But let me remind you that this episode of Nintendo Noise is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of December. They are, of course, Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Sobe, Snacky Go, Ty the Dude, and Waka Hula. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash Games. You're all the reals of the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows. If you want to go and enjoy your support just like they did, or you just want to get involved, check out some of those sister shows right into the show, like all these folks did for the question block you want to come join our discord and keep the conversation rolling between episodes you can do all that and much more by heading over to flipscreen.games that's our website where you can get involved however you choose to get involved we thank you for tuning in to another episode of nintendo noise all right so here's here's a great one for you and me sierra mango one of mango writes in from the discord and says what if mainline Pokemon games go back to being critically acclaimed, but the price that they pay that we have to pay is that they become a, sorry, it practically becomes a live service game. I'll tell you what. I'd do it.
1: As long as the quality is there.
0: That's the thing, right? That's it. I don't, historically, uh, I you know, I think uh, I can speak for both of us on this one, historically not a live service type gamer. right Right. but you know the setup of this right is that it's a live service game so to me it's like all right if it's i'm sorry that is that it's critically acclaimed so if it's critically acclaimed that means it's a good live service game and i think the idea that they could make a pokemon game that maybe you know has um a what's the word i'm looking for or like an example i'm looking for that has a trajectory where like you play the main game and then after that like the post game is a live service experience where you know um the raids and all the stuff that we've come to expect now is part of a more traditional like season pass structure where you you spend money for it annually or whatever i think that would actually potentially be a good thing because we've talked how much about the fact that the reason that Pokemon games are not better is because they're on a treadmill and they need to put them out so frequently. If you did put out a game and it was like, hey, maybe we get one a generation or two a generation and there's an annual season pass uh, plan or like, you know, a DLC structure like we've gotten with these last ones, um, but it is more like what you get with something like Far Cry where like you buy a season pass and it's you get multiple bits of it over the course of the year and there's a new one every year or something like that. I mean that could work, you know. It's like in I, I, I think there's a version of that that's good, and you know if it's that or the same old stuff over and over and over and over again, right? Um, now with more glitches,
1: oh my god!
0: You know it's like, hey, yeah, you know, stuff's got to evolve to to stay relevant. No pun intended.
1: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> I, I'd be down.
1: Um, I yeah. Inevitably, I think they're going to have to invent or, like, come up with ways to keep Pokemon feeling fresh beyond here's a couple DLC after we launch, like, the main two games. Um, So live service, I unfortunately do not think is out of the realm of possibility, Mm -hmm. especially if they want to compete with other, like, top-performing IP in the gaming marketplace.
0: And it's just, like, you know, I think it depends on, like, what that means, right? Because I don't think, like, live service means it has to be, like, Destiny, right? It doesn't have to be an MMO, per se. Um, They've already been flirting with, like, online stuff. So the idea that they could come up with some kind of, you know, post-game that is, like, a seasonal online thing that you buy into for whatever reason, right? Yeah. Um, As long as the content and the quality is there, um, I think that's what's important, you know? Right. Right. Uh, All right, so this next one comes from uh, Snackigo, one of our Patreon producers, who said, now that Nintendo's making movies, should we expect some sort of cinematic universe? Will all these films eventually lead to, say, a Super Smash Brothers movie? I'm going to say, thankfully, no. I don't think that's the direction that we're going. I think if there was going to be... If if that was what we were doing, I don't think the Zelda movie that was recently announced would, would have been live action, right?
1: Yeah. I would have preferred not live action if they're going to do a Zelda movie, but they're doing That's a it. whole
0: other kettle of fish.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I hope we don't get a Smash Bros. movie. I'm sorry if anyone's really excited about that, but I'm not what could you do? World of light? No. Like, yeah. I, I what think could it, you do? What is the narrative woven there? And then it's like, Oh, you, then you get to see 80 people and it's like ready player one. And it's like, ugh.
0: yeah, I think, I think you run the risk of it feeling like what the story of smash is, which is action figures getting smashed together. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, uh, I think when you look at the kind of, I don't know. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I guess the knee-jerk reaction, right, of stuff like this to be like, what if Cinematic Universe, right? Like, it's like, obviously, what Marvel did was super successful. It was like dominated box offices for like 10 years, right? Um, It's finally waning now, uh, you know, nearly 20 years after Iron Man, right? Um, But every other example of anyone else trying to do that has not worked for starters. So I think it's not a uh, a repeatable or at least not a simply repeatable formula, right? And I think there's probably fatigue of that from audiences from so many people trying to do that and it not materializing or even getting tired of the ones that did work out, right? So it's like, is that really what we need? Probably not. And then I think on top of that, um, you know, to your uh point the the only example we have of any of these nintendo characters like meaningfully crossing over that aren't you know the the mario characters that exist in the same universe and fair enough they can cross over as much as we want that's that's cool um there there is no example besides smash where that's a thing that makes sense right whereas like you know with marvel or or dc or whatever right like those are, char- like, those are characters that come from a universe where they're all in the same universe. It's not the same as being like, okay, how do we bring Samus, Mario, and Link all into the same universe? And that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and Joker. And right. you, And
0: let alone that, right? And it's like all these other characters that they don't even own, right? And it's like, what do you do with that? You know, that's a whole other thing. So, you know, I, could you do that? Sure. You know, like, I guess you could come up with some you know like secret wars type story where it's like all right there's master hand or some type thing and he's plucking heroes from all these universes and he's gonna make them fight and then they all team up and beat him instead and it's like okay but do we need like is that a thing we need like is, i know is, are, is have we been waiting for what it would be like to have mario and link two characters that don't talk have a conversation i, I don't know so, you know I think it's very unlikely that something like that is satisfying um but i think you and i are probably safe from that in this regard considering they did decide to make zelda a live action affair
1: yeah and i mean and then that is a whole other thing but i mean hopefully they do it right
0: yeah i mean <laughs> no. we'll see right like it's like I don't know. It's it's not the direction I would have gone. I think an animated uh, film makes so much more sense. And, like, yeah. it would have been really cool to see them try to maybe partner with, you know, um, like an anime studio and go for something that has, you know, that kind of vibe, right? Like, there was yeah. that viral video um, from a couple weeks ago. I think Waka Hula shared it in, in our Discord where uh, that independent artist had made the, like, Ghibli-style trailer for like a legend of zelda movie and it's like obviously uh, that would be like a dream collaboration that would be incredible to see them like a ghibli zelda um so you know but, it's like i think that would be really cool but
1: i, I like not pain yeah life is
0: pain that's true <laughs> and it's also like i don't know i guess in the same breath trying to make a, a zelda movie that is gonna feel like you know Exactly like Zelda, I think is going to be hard given like the constraints of what it is. Like, at least Mario has a voice, right? So it's like, and we, and there are examples of him talking, and it's like, ah, he's from Brooklyn. Like, there's stuff about him you can be like, sure, right? But like, I don't know, giving Link a voice feels a little weirder to me, honestly, you know, than like Chris Pratt doing a different voice for Mario is a little bit easier to swallow. And like, I don't know. It's it's I can't imagine how you make that land, but it's also I don't know. Like I'm sure that that was what people were saying before they made the first Superman movie in the '70s, right, or whatever, right? Like it's like it it doesn't work until somebody does it, right? And it's like there, I'm sure, no shortage of filmmakers that love the Legend of Zelda um, and would love to make something in that universe that's new. Right and like maybe that's the thing, but it's weird. It's definitely weird. Yeah, we might. We'll, we'll. We'll. I think we'll have time to talk about this in a minute here, and we'll talk more about the the Zelda live action movie. But I do want to uh, answer this question from Andrew Valentine first, that piggybacks off Zade's question here. Uh, what are the least appropriate Nintendo franchises to adapt to film? And what form would they take? Like, let's say an artsy silent take on ice climbers.
1: Oh, my God. That's so funny. Love
0: that. Um, I think that's an interesting question because, like, I, I think I can come up with a pitch for almost any Nintendo character that I think makes sense. So deciding who's the worst is, a, is an interesting one.
1: I know. I don't want to say any of them are the worst, but, like, imagine, like, Pikmin. But it's like a spaghetti western for kids. But see, it's like that <laughs> yeah. actually sounds good. Right? Like you yeah. say
0: that, and I'm like, I actually I'm I could I can mess with that. I feel like that huh. could be cool. <laughs> yeah, I think you gave them another free good idea.
1: Chocolate okay. Miyamoto
0: hit hey, Hit us up. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> All right. Okay. I have I have a real answer for what the worst one to adapt is, but then I want to talk about some of the other good ones. And yeah. I don't want to hear your weird spaghetti western pikmin pitch because i'm i think you're firing on on all cylinders today sierra and i want to get i want nintendo to get their money's worth out of this one (laughs) um i think the worst nintendo franchise to adapt would be arms because arms is insane and i think (laughs) trying to present it in any kind of like more grounded narrative way is just gonna be an absolute fucking fool's errand
1: Directed you know? by Taika Waititi.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I I'd give him a shot. You know, he wants to do it. Let's let's whatever. But <laughs> I don't see how you do that one. I don't see how you land the plane on that one. Personally, I think that's definitely the worst one, though. Right? Because I'm like,
1: yeah, okay, you were absolutely. I couldn't think of one, but it was because I couldn't think of arms, which for me is so forgettable.
0: It's fair. That's fair. I hold I hold a little candle for it and I, I know I'm the weird one there.
1: What if they pull um, like a detective Pikachu with everybody one two switch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like uh like like We Sports.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that'd be We Sports would at least be cool.
0: We fit, you know? Mm, I, I, yeah. I don't know that I want to see that would be an inter- you do We Fit and you that could be the one that you do as the uh sad drama you know a
1: small uh, a nuclear family living on a farm <laughs> 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 and they're gonna they're gonna lose their land to developers and the only way they can stay, save this farm is
0: <laughs> what, open up a gym where are you going with this
1: I actually, you
2: had
0: yeah. me with the spaghetti weapon but i <laughs> I, your We Fit pitch, I think, could use some more.
1: Yeah. yeah, actually, I like, literally lost the plot. I don't know where to go from there. So I was does like, anybody... all right,
0: cool. We're on a farm. Where are we going? <laughs> uh, how does this turn into a gym? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what it is? It's dodgeball. That's the wee Fit right. movie. It's, the gym's getting close, and they got to have a yoga tournament. I don't know.
1: Oh, that'd be fun. Wait, I like no, that. they play volleyball, right? That's yeah, they the do thing. other stuff. There's other stuff. Isn't right? that one of the smash moves? They spike a volleyball? Yeah.
0: Volleyball tournament. Hula cool hooping. Go. There you go. Or a hoop tournament. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. So even that, we got somewhere with. Yeah. Right? That's awful. But you could do it. <laughs> you could do it, you know? But I think of all these other goofballs, and I'm like, I feel like most of these guys work. Like, even like the Duck Hunt dog, that could be a movie. You make Aww. it a Looney Tunes thing. It's like a Road Roadrunner, you know, uh, Wile E. Coyote kind of vibe. Or like,
1: yeah. Eh,
0: Tom and Jerry, easy. Easy. Slam yeah. Dunk. And then, like, Animal Crossing. Easy, right? Like I think a lot of these, it's just you just you just you just make something cute, you know? It's yeah. Like, hey, we got there's a there's a whole anime of Animal Crossing mm-hmm. already. They did that.
1: Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I've never watched it. It's like a little movie. All right, it's a good easy watch. I think It's like an hour, maybe all less. Right. Yeah,
0: I've seen clips of it. Uh, the animation is very cute. I had a, definitely like a good look to it. Um. All right. So, here's here's what we're gonna do for our, for our last couple of minutes here, Sierra. Because while we're on this this Nintendo movie train, this live action Zelda gets announced, right? Nintendo, uh, obviously, they forgot when the show comes out. They put it out on a, a weird week, uh, and we didn't we didn't get to talk about it, right? There was there was a, a big game out that week. I want to say it was RPG. Um, and we haven't gotten around to it, so now. I want to take the opportunity here with you, Sierra, and we're going to cast the live-action Zelda movie because I think it's, it's, a, it's, it's painful, right, that this is happening, but we got to accept it and we got to start wrapping our head around what this could be because we saw a world where Chris Pratt became Mario. So I think anything could happen and oh, I no. think we need to be prepared for that. And I think the best thing we can do as a community is to come together and try to, Wrap our heads around this now so we're not surprised so it doesn't catch us off guard later, you know? Right. So I, I think we've got we've got, uh, two, two people wrote in about this. Andrew Valentine uh, said we could, there's two directions we could go here. We could recast the Mario movie actors as the Zelda characters. I think this is clever. I'm maybe down to do this in the future. But for now, I want to stay away from repeat castings. Yes. Okay, good. We're on the same page here. Uh, and then he said we could cast famous directors, staple actors. So you could have like Martin Scorsese and and Wes Anderson and Zelda. I think this would be. I'm not a, enough of a movie buff.
1: To, Me neither. To gonna have the deep, the deep cuts like that. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I love these suggestions, Andrew. I'm gonna keep them in the back of my mind, but for now, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll save that for another day. So we wrote in with some suggestions and said. Only real casting that I'd like to see is either Idris Elba or Dave Bautista as Ganondorf. Uh, Elba for the voice and Bautista for having experience with full body makeup since he was Drax in the Marvel movies and for just generally being the big guy in most of his movies.
1: Uh, Both would be really good. Can we put both?
0: (laughs) I think these are fun Um, suggestions. I gotta say I like them both. I really do. I think the only issue you run into maybe is they are old guys and they're not super old but you know uh idris elba is
1: genendorf's like an old guy kind of yeah
0: you're right and i think so let me see he is okay idris is 51 right and dave batista is 54 so i know you know i think How physical the role needs to be is subject to question, right? Because it's live action, sure. But it's like, I don't think they're doing stunts or like crazy stuff like that, right? It's probably going to be a lot of CGI. You know, if you do lean into maybe like some of the Wind Waker backstory, right? Like as like maybe the origin in that, like he's kind of an old man. And like, then there's like the pig Ganon. You could do something like that where it's like, hey, there's... Scenes where he is just like a guy, and he's but when he's fighting, he's more of a monster or something like yeah. that. You play around with it a little bit. So I think you could. I think you could make either of those work. I'm I'm down to put both of them down, and you know, maybe it's even like a twofer. You know, one's, yeah, Ganon, right? one's Ganondorf. Right? one's right? Yeah. One one plays the pig guy, one plays the the wizard guy. Yeah, same guy, exactly. but you know what I'm saying. But I, I like this. I like these suggestions. I think they're good, and I think. Uh, they are also, I think, uh, in, I think they're, they're options that are somewhat realistic because given what we saw with the Mario movie, I imagine Nintendo is going to want to mostly cast movie stars, right? Like yeah. that seems to be their MO. I think, hopefully, I would like Link to be an unknown. I think yes. that's the move. I think you want it to be like, uh, you know, uh, The the way that The most recent example that we have in, in memory Is like what they did with like uh Like Tom Holland and Spider-Man Or like with like the new actors Who they brought in to be the lead Characters in like the new Star Wars movies Or something you want somebody that This is the breakout role That you associate them with not yeah. Oh it's you know This is the third or fourth or fifth or sixth thing I've seen this kid in because they're The kid everybody's casting right now Right mm-hmm. I think that that's what I would like to see. I think that that's not impossible, but I think it's probably unlikely. Here's my here's my guess for you, Sierra. I think you have one of the kids from Stranger Things play him.
1: Uh, for young Link or adult Link? Adult Link, because they're all like in their twenties. Uh... That show's
0: ending. Like they're all going to be ready for new gigs. Like Finn Wolfhart as Link is something I'm like I could see that. You know,
1: I could see I, it. I really can't see any of them, but if it's going to be any of them, I think it's Finn.
0: You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, I don't even necessarily, I'm not necessarily saying that I think that that's like the right pick, but it's like, I could see that, you know? Yeah. That narrative makes sense to me. He comes off that movie, he's ready for the next big project. Miyamoto wants a person he's heard of, and he's seen Stranger Things because he's a whimsical man. And yeah. he's like, great, let's get one of those kids in here.
1: Just not Tom Holland. I can't see it.
0: No, I I agree. Um, I hope that he sees it that way, right? And it's like also, I think Tom Holland's kind of like taking a, a little step back right now because he's been in so much lately. So it's like, hopefully, hopefully that timeline is sailed and we can kind of get somebody else in this role.
1: You know? Do we like Timothy Chalamet?
0: Ooh, that's interesting. I don't dislike that. How old is Timothy?
1: He is twenty seven. I had to Google popular actors. <laughs> I,
0: ooh, that's interesting. I think he is probably, I think he's a good pick because I look at him, he's a little older than I think you'd like if you're going to have him play this character for multiple movies, but he's kind of a baby face, you know? He's one of those, like, very pretty, like, guys that has, like, a, yeah. he looks young, even though he's 27. He, he could pass as, like, 24 probably 23 and like that's fine like i think yeah. usually i think it's like link kind of comes of age and it's like in ocarina i think it's like what he falls asleep and he's 12 and he wakes up and he's 19 or whatever right so it's like yeah i think i'd kind of like to see a, a person who's maybe a little younger but he can play young so i'm i'm into that is why don't we put them as our, our two picks
1: all right sounds all right.
0: good i don't know any children
1: actors I know I was like I don't know any kids which is tough I don't know any kids but but I think I think this is
0: another one I think maybe the only issue with Timothy is is maybe is he available because he's doing right and everything
1: right, right? I uh, guess ideally it's a world where they're all like a resounding yes
0: yeah yeah but I, I could see it you can you can you know you can front two movie franchises Tom Holland's proved that right yeah, right. <laughs> that kid has been in like five Spider Man movies in four years and also so real. voiced a Pixar character and was Nathan Drake. And yeah, you, you know, you, they can make it work. If he's the guy. And I, I I like that pick. I like that pick. Um, okay. So Zelda. And if we get Zelda here, then we got our big three, right? right. Like, you know, I think every other character play around a little bit if you want. But I think these are these are the core.
2: I, I think it's it's
0: interesting. I mean, again, age-wise like, you know, who's who's a good pick. I feel like she's maybe a little too hot right now, but I could definitely see um Oh my gosh, uh, her name just slipped away from um from Midsummer.
1: Oh, Florence Pugh.
0: Florence Pugh. Yeah. Ah, okay. I could see I could see Florence Pugh. I think she's again it's like maybe you want somebody a little younger, but like she's 27 too and I yeah. think she can play young, so like if we go with Timothy, I think she makes sense. Um I think like we've seen her play uh you know more like in Midsummer, right? Like there's that whole Have you seen Midsummer?
1: No. I don't do horror movies.
0: Fair enough. It's it's really I've good the, but it's I've also read the plot fucked up. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you read the plot. So you know the scene that's like the scene, right where like she's all like kind of like um she's all dressed up and it's like that's kind of like the cover photo of it and she has like the like it's like a like a headdress or something but it's it's Yeah. She's like done up, right? Yeah. And like in that film you see her kind of have this like um almost regal type energy in that role and it's like okay i could see that for like the princess side of things but then like she's also been in a ton of action movies and stuff so like yeah when you want to have zelda like you know maybe be a little bit more like she is in breath of the wild and like be more hands-on and kind of do what ah. you did with peach in that movie and maybe make her less of a damsel and more of like a you know um uh like a co-lead i i think she Tow that line where I think she could, and again, if you do Wind Waker, that makes a ton of sense. And mm. she, I, she could play Tetra, and she could play Zelda, which huh. I think is cool. So I, that's, I think that's who I would go with if if we're if we're going with you know big stars, right?
1: Okay, my vote would be Hunter Schaefer, who's known for Euphoria. She's just very like visually striking, and like she looks like a Zelda to me. But that's really it. I'm not oh. familiar with her work otherwise.
0: Sure. Sure. I could see that. Yeah. Totally. And I mean, that's the thing though, right? Like I think that that's like kind of enough. right? like I think that's like the bar we're trying to hit is like somebody who has some level of name recognition. Yeah. And like it has chops. And like yeah, that's good. Okay. But Hunter like yeah you,
1: yeah, you made a very good arguments for for uh, Florence Pugh though. I didn't really think of it that way before. So I like, yeah. I yeah,
0: think, I like it though. I think we got some we got some good options here. We're doing yeah. better than I thought we would. So here. Yeah, I think we're we're doing pretty. We're, we're gonna doing hit better. a wall,
1: but we're you know I've got i got a couple. We're gonna hit a wall. That's <laughs> for sure.
0: all right. So for Beetle, Beetle's a fun one.
1: Kieran Culkin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's the Kieran? Not even Macaulay Kieran. No
1: Kieran. Where are you getting Kieran from? I don't know. He's kind of a weird little freak. I like. He is him. a weird little guy. He's a weird guy.
0: You know I what? You know what? I don't hate it. I don't <laughs> hate it. I, you know, I'm into it. Actually, i I think
1: it. he's very Beetle coated.
0: He's Beetle coated. I like. I mean, it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm imagining him playing Beetle. A little bit like a little bit of Wallace from Scott Pilgrim energy oh, right now, oh like, my
1: god, that
0: kind of works. be <laughs> like, okay, okay, you know. Like, yeah. he'd have to be a little nicer,
2: but like, because Beetle's a sweet boy. Yeah.
0: I also, it's very funny to me that he's like 41, and and we've we've decided that Link and Zelda are going to be like in their 20s. So it's like, it's like it's I don't fine. know how old Beetle's supposed to be, but he's 41. 40- <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. You threw this out here. Now I'm thinking, what if Kieran Culkin is Tingle?
1: Okay. I mean, honestly, you can move it around. That could, I don't want, that
0: could actually, that could be next level. <laughs> that's, a, that's, I like, he's got weird little guy. Oh my
1: God. Yeah. I got to start Googling because like, I forget, I'm like forgetting some of these. Okay, he could, who's cats. he could be
0: both. I don't know. He could be either. I kind of like Elijah Wood for Tingle.
1: Now yeah. That I'm I like about that it. too. I like that too.
0: All right, you know what? Like, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do, Sierra. Like, any good casting agent, we know the talent we're interested in. Maybe they're not gonna be attached to the initial role that we thought about. So I think we we put them, we could put Kieran for both. And yeah. How you know about this? We put both for both, and I think okay. whoever is in one is the other. Yeah. Because I think they're hitting our weird little guy quotient.
1: That's what yeah, we exactly.
0: Mean. <laughs> and I like yeah. that for them. I like that. For them. <laughs> All right. Is it is it Ann or A or E N Kieran? Anne. Anne Kieran Culkin. Okay. Really great, really great uh pull there. Thanks. Uh or Elijah Wood. So let's have Elijah return to the major uh fantasy franchise main stage here, you know? Yeah. All right. So next up we got Cass who is um the uh the the traveling um minstrel oh. in Breath of the Wild. The, uh he's the um the Rito who uh travels around and plays music.
1: Shit. I think This is the wall.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I said I said Gerudo. Sarah's yelling down and correcting me. It's Rito. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I'm literally reading it off of his wiki page and I said the wrong thing. Um I think this would be a fun one to have an actual musician
1: who yeah. is an actor. But who? But who is that? Who's, who's right? a like, buff bird? Who could
2: do, who could do that?
0: That's interesting. Isn't the <laughs> I, was gonna say, I was gonna say something. What are you gonna say? Today. Hit me with it. You know, you you knocked it out of the park with in Culkin. What do you got for me? Isn't the Rock a musician? Isn't <laughs> no not the Rock. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Sierra, I'll put The Rock in this movie, but not, in, not his cast. That's insane. He could be a Gerudo or something. Or not a Gerudo. excuse me. Actually, no, he doesn't have the chops to do that. I take it back. I'm not even going to throw it there. He could be there. He could be a Goron. He could be a Goron. Okay. I'd be down to have him be a Daruk, maybe. Or
1: no Jonas Brothers. I don't want a single no. Jonas Brothers. <laughs> who's even That's
0: considering the brothers. Jonas Brothers in 2023? You came, up, like, you came I, out I, hot I, on that
1: one. All right, you. hold on. Who's, who's that kid?
0: Kid, he's my age. Who's the guy from...
1: Everyone's a kid.
0: Right, yeah. I call everybody. Who's the Same. dude? He was in One Direction. He's a solo artist now. He's going to be in the Marvel movies. He's an... Well, ah. Harry Styles? Harry Styles. He's a, he's a musician and an actor. Maybe he could be a bird. I don't know.
1: But Cass is like a big bird. I'm trying to think of like a big person. Somebody who's, okay. Yeah.
0: Who's like buff.
1: I don't know. A, are there any buff
0: musicians?
1: We could put like a buff boys suit on Harry Styles. That could <laughs> solve A little
0: problem. buff boys suit?
1: Yeah. yeah. What are they called? Zoots? What are they called? What suits?
0: I don't think it's zoots, but
1: it's a... yeah, wait, teach me something.
0: Talk. Teach me Sierra. What do they call?
1: Goose 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 suits?
0: Goose I'm... suits. Okay, we put a goose suit on them. All right.
1: Why do they call it a goose suit? I, I don't I, know. I don't know. All right.
0: Hold on, hold on. All right. Here's how- gonna... Okay,
1: it might be unique to I think you should leave and <laughs> that's I... not
2: actually what they're called.
1: And... <laughs> I don't know. Muscles. Alright, so I Googled
0: I musicians forget. who act
1: that's i googled buff musician actors let's see what you get oh
0: see, that's how i the saw
1: the jonas brothers i was like mm, that doesn't So seem Sarah, Sarah
0: just yelled down the stairs jack black and i know we've already said no uh mario casting
1: but if, ne- if we can't come up with anything else but he's not
0: but he's big not buff he's kind of like built like you said i don't know it doesn't matter if he's built i don't know i
1: know Not right? the most
0: important thing or does it matter that he can he can uh you know Throw down a good song.
1: I'm looking at the craziest listicle right now. It's just like, these 53 celebrities are secretly ripped. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Pratt is not a secret. Are they out of their mind, men's health? Gerard Butler? That's
0: ridiculous. Okay, all right, let me see. Will Smith, maybe. Okay. (laughs) You know, I don't know.
1: I know, right? This is, I'm struggling.
0: I'm struggling on we're gonna just, we're gonna we'll table this one for now we'll see if we come back to cast maybe great Deku tree this one I think is easy because it's just a face we just need a, a good old man
1: he's Harold Jones right Ooh. I like I that
0: was... I like that I think that's good
1: I can't I can't think of any other guys with big voices that Got are a great cool. voice right yeah. yeah he's
0: still he's still working? Oh, Sarah said Morgan Freeman. James
1: Earl Jones. Sorry, I got his name wrong. I, I come, yeah, I did. I <laughs> Google's like, did you mean Jason Earls from Hannah Montana? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I
0: I like that. I think James Earl Jones. I think Morgan Freeman, I think, is good, too. Oh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see... Who's another delightful old man.
2: Patrick Stewart. Could be cool, yeah.
0: That's true. Any of these guys are good. Just give me, just give me a solid old man. Any of them work for me. All right, we'll say solid old man. Save.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw all three of these down. All right. We'll we'll just we'll just keep rolling.
0: All right. uh King of Hyrule. All
1: right. Got any Santa Claus looking guys in Hollywood? Right? <laughs> Santa Claus looking. I did just, I did
0: just watch um, "Violent Night," which is the action movie in which Santa Claus, played by uh, what's his name, David Harbour, uh, is a, basically a die-hard situation. He ah. was Santa, and he had to kick some ass. He could be, he could be the king. That
1: works. That could work. Yeah, because I think I feel like everyone I watched growing up that played Santa Claus besides Tim Allen is dead. So Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that works. I think that works, unless, um, you know, we could we get somebody older, I guess, because he doesn't really yeah. need to be physical. But <clears throat> I don't, I, I don't, I don't hate that, especially if we're going for like a younger actor. Yeah, he's, he's not super old, so that, that dad dynamic probably makes a little more sense. Okay. All right, now here's an interesting one. Side on. Who can
1: be a hot fish man? There's, I feel like there's so many options for this. This is one. If
0: I wasn't so attached to Timothy Chalamet as as Link now, I could see that. But we need need somebody who's, like, sexy, but not, like, too, like, hyper-masculine. You know? Because he's got kind of like a a boyish charm to him, I feel like, you know?
1: John Boyega, maybe? Ooh,
0: I like that. I like that a lot.
1: Because, like, he's not too old, not too young. Himbo energy, kind of. He's not, like, explicitly, like, a himbo at all, but, like, he could be. He could like the idea
0: of him playing a guy who is like competent, but maybe a little overconfident, you know, and like a little air, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I fuck with that. I like that. I'm I'm in. Let's do it. John Boyega.
2: I'm in.
0: I'm not even pitching a second one.
2: (laughs) Okay, cool.
0: Uh, Darunia, I think. Now this is one I could see. Or, and again, this could be Daruk, it, you know, whatever whatever uh Goron leader we want to go with. This is one I could see I could see you do the rock. If you if okay. we are gonna if we are gonna cast the rock. All right. I think this is a role he could do. It's probably a a role, not a lot of screen time, not a ton of lines, and he could come in and just be funny and do the dance and <laughs> and, and split. I think that could maybe work.
1: Yeah. Not, I'm not like overly attached to it, but I um it's just an easy slot in. And especially
0: if we're trying to bring some star power to this. Yeah. You know, knowing that that we we seemingly we want to stick with names, right? No one's a bigger name than the rock. So could work. And there's some synergy there because they eat rocks and he's the rock.
1: <laughs> yeah, seems obvious. I'm
0: into, I'm into it. I think it works. Navi, great one, great question.
1: Kristen I don't know. Kristen Shaw. What the
0: fuck? You are just knocking him out of the park, Sierra. That was a fantastic fucking answer, Kristen Shaw. Absolutely,
1: yes, yes. Like
0: absolutely, no question.
1: No I can't question. think of anybody else.
0: No, I love that Kristen Shaw's Navi is great. I think that's hilarious. She is a all-time great voice actor, right?
1: Yeah, uh, it, good at kid voices. Yeah,
0: yeah, great. Like, you know, <clears throat> uh, obviously Louise on Bob's Burgers, you know, yeah. um, Gravity Falls, right? Like, she's good at doing, like, the high-energy, you know, uh, like, small child character, and I think yeah. that's kind of the energy you would want for Navi, and, like, she is a really, really good voice actor and is in enough high profile stuff that like I could see if you're gonna cast somebody that's not a movie star in a in a role. Navi's an easy one because it's a, it's a not, you know, it's a role that is probably not gonna be, you're not gonna show the person, right? It's gonna be like a little ball of light type deal. Yeah. And people know her voice. So I think that's probably enough.
2: Love that answer. Love that answer. Sweet.
0: Okay, all right. Last two, and this is a list that Steve made. So if there's a character that we didn't cast and you're upset about it, take it up with him. Yeah, you know, I don't know. We could throw some more on here. You know, I'll throw I'll throw at least one more. Let's get on here. We did uh we did Sidon, so we uh... can pick her, and then we'll get uh yeah
2: yeah, and then we'll we'll
0: do the other champions, I guess, and then we'll we'll, we'll that'll that'll be it. So okay. So this next one, we got uh, Impa.
1: I don't know any old women.
0: So this is an interesting one, because it's also like, are we going with Breath of the Wild Impa, where she's an old lady? Or in uh, Ocarina of Time, she is, uh, like, young and, and like, buff. And she's kind of, like, got, you know, like... Uh, like more of like a bot, like a, like a jacked bodyguard type energy, you know? Yeah. So it's, I guess it depends on which direction you want to go. Is she like the, is she Zelda's bodyguard or is she, you know, the kindly old lady character? I don't know. Right. And then, and and like the inventor and everything. And then maybe she gets the new body. Like she didn't. So I don't know. There's a lot of ways you could go with that character. And I think which direction you want to go is going to, Change who you pick quite a bit.
1: Right. So yeah, I mean, like I I'm sh- I'm gonna struggle the most with this one. I really don't know.
0: It's tough because I feel like technically you might even want to like if you go the old lady route, you'd probably need to cast multiple people. And you'd have her be an old lady and then you'd have her turn young. Yeah. Or I don't know. I'm gonna put a pin in this one. I uh, this one's thrown yeah. for a minute. I think we'll come back to this one. Uh okay. Link's grandma.
2: This we just need an old lady
1: fuck
0: i'm trying to who's a good who's a good
1: helen mirren
0: (laughs) i don't know if we're getting helen mirren for this one
1: (laughs) that would be hilarious she what is she doing what is i don't know what what she's doing you know you know who you could get though maybe
0: is glenn close okay you know she was she was in uh she was in guardians of the galaxy you know i think she would be in like
2: a big genre movie People like Glenn Close. I like Glenn Close. Yeah, you know. Me too. She's Cruella.
0: Mars Attacks. You know. Yeah, I think. I think we're. I think I like that. Who else? You. You got well. Helen Mirren. Helen and if, and if Helen Mirren turns it down, we'll go to my girl.
2: Sounds <laughs> good.
1: Sounds good.
2: Okay. Uh. All right. Mifa.
1: Mary Elizabeth Winstead is my vote.
0: Yeah, great, great answer. <laughs> Love that. You're fucking just, you're fucking nailing it today. You're nailing it today.
1: I'm just, I'm low-key just like, hmm, Scott Pilgrim, but also media I consume. Here's the thing. No.
0: You're never going to upset me by recommending a, somebody who was in Scott Pilgrim, right? Right. Perfect cast, great movie. You know, I, what, what else do we need to say? I'm I'm into that. Cool. Uh, so I think, so how many of the champions we got here? We already got Mifa. We we said Darunia, but I think that could be Daruk. As well. So it's just, the rock is going to be our Goron champion or character, whichever yeah. direction we go here. Uh,
1: Sidon.
0: Sidon we got. That's John Boyega. And we'll end, so we need, let me see. We had Daruk. We got Urbosa. We need to get or Urbosa, excuse me. And uh and then Rivali. That's our last two. That's the archer, the uh, Rito Archer. So we got we got at least those two that we need to get here. So for okay, you know what? This helps us out, I think. Because Urbosa is kind of the role that Impa is in Ocarina. So if we're if we're using her, we'll go with the old lady for Impa. So that that makes that easy and we can make that decision too. All right. Okay, so Herbosa and Rivali. For Rivali, all right, this is this is kind of a wild one, but I I think I want to go with um. Oh my gosh, I need to look up his name because I'm I'm struggling with it right now. It is uh, Ben Schwartz. He's uh, John Ralphio Saperstein on Parks and Rec. He is Sonic the Hedgehog. I think he could definitely bring the chaotic, kind of jerky energy of that character uh, to I an do interesting place. I love Ben
1: Schwartz very much, so you I'm aligned.
0: All right, sweet. All right, all right. So, all right. So now, Urbosa. So this is again. We need. We need. Uh, we need a real muscle mommy type. You know, we need somebody who's.
1: So wait, if they're gonna do this live action, are they gonna make? people birds they're gonna slap a beak
0: yeah they're gonna have to there's gonna and it's it's i don't know know,
1: cgi that shit like what are they gonna do i mean i would
0: imagine some of the characters are gonna be full cgi some of them will probably be prosthetic you know combo stuff like kind of like what they did with um what's her name Uh, oh wait holy shit you know i was about to say her name and i think she's actually a good uh suggestion for this character maybe is uh uh Zoe uh Saldana like right? oh, she's uh Gamora amazing in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. she's an Avatar like she's like the like the actress for uh like action and prosthetics right yeah. So the idea of like you know and they don't need to do a lot for the Gerudo right like they're just they're just war tough warrior women so it's like yeah whatever, but. Um, you know if they did want to do the ears or like the pronounced nose or some of that kind of stuff like yeah yeah she could do that
1: that rules I love that
0: all right we'll go with her then I like that pick all right last last one we got cast still but I don't I don't know jury's out on cast for me yeah Impa is my question who's Impa
1: I don't know any old women
0: actors. We need, and I think we need two people we need an old lady and we need a young lady Young lady, I think, you know, you just pick a young actress, dye her hair white. It's we're set. But
1: uh Google, stop telling me Sama Hayek is old. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> she's How old not, is she's uh, like She's fifty-one 50s, right? or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Not old. That's not old. Um hmm.
0: What's oh, um Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, who's who's the woman I'm thinking of right now? Um, hold on. Uh
2: uh it's it's uh Black Panther's mom.
0: Oh god. Gosh, what is her name? Um it's I can't believe I can't think of her name right now. This is killing me. Uh Angela Bassett. Okay. I like Angela Bassett she's but i don't know she doesn't look old though she's 65 but she still looks young
1: i know that's the thing about all these beautiful old women they don't look old at all like, do we actually
0: yeah, cause we actually <laughs> want her to look like old old like little and shriveled up we would
1: need to like dig into like the the like for like a list of character actors <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know I'm i'm struggling on this one i think i think we'll tap out year
1: i would love to do that yeah and
0: y'all can write in and let us know about who who we want for those um because the, you know i think we did pretty good here otherwise all right? Yeah, I think we got a solid list here i agree. Uh, so we'll run it back we didn't get anybody for young link right in with your child actors i guess uh for adult link we got i think we leaned on it's going to be timothy Chalamet, right we had some right. other but uh, i think we'll go with him uh for zelda well, florence Pugh i think was our front runner there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Ganon and Ganondorf, we were tossed up on Idris Elba or Dave Batista. I I'm I'm happy with either of them, frankly. Um, I think Idris Elba's got the voice, though. You know, I th- I could see him doing the sinister laugh and everything. Yeah, yeah. So Maybe maybe we go with him. Um, for Beetle or Tingle, we got Kieran Culkin and Elisha Wood. Whoever responds to whichever character, right? We'll we'll let them decide that in uh in in um uh, in tryouts. Uh, for the Great Deco Tree, we got James Earl Jones, Morgan Freeman, or Patrick Stewart. For the King of Hyrule, we got David Harbour. For Sidon, we got John Boyega. For uh, Daruk, we've got The Rock. For Navi, we got Kristen Shaw. For Link's grandma, we got Helen Mirren or Glenn Close. <laughs> for Mifa, we got Mary Elizabeth Winstead. For Obosa, we got Zoe Zaldana. And then for Rovali, we have one Ben Schwartz. Uh, some of these are, I think, exceptionally, like, yeah, like this is totally likable, uh, or totally reasonable. And some of these are like off the wall. Yeah. But, like
1: I know. That's but like hey, I love. Charlie
0: Day was Luigi, right? Like sometimes you go with the off the Anything wall. Anything is thing. possible. Paul Rudd was Ant Man. Who knows, right? You can make right? anybody anybody. Right? Yeah. You could uh you could get Ben Schwartz in the gym. Who knows? You could make it happen. <laughs> so
1: I would be in so much trouble if Ben Schwartz got in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> It would, be, it, would be sake, so, <laughs> it would be so jover. for her.
0: I hope this happens for you. you know? <laughs> Thank
1: you so much. <laughs> I would love God to shine his light on me just once. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not stopping that
0: one, gang. We're going to leave it there for the day. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Nintendo Noise. Thank you so much to everybody who wrote into this week's question block. Really appreciate you guys uh, helping support the show on and off week and uh, for tuning in for another episode of Nintendo Noise. Remember, if you want to write in and get your thoughts and questions right on the air for the question block, if you want to go check out our sister shows, if you want to get involved with the community on Discord, or show your support on Patreon, you can find links to all that and much more on flipscreen.games. That's our website. Head over there and click on some stuff. It helps us out a lot, and uh, it doesn't cost you a thing to do. So go over there, find some stuff, however you choose to be involved. We thank you. For tuning into another episode of Nintendo Noise, before I take us out, Sierra, I want to give you uh, another opportunity here to uh, plug your band's latest single.
1: Oh, thank you so much. My band, my band, dropped a really sick new song like almost three weeks ago called "Darting Eyes." Very sick. Yes, Uh, yeah. If you like riffs, uh, screaming music, all that good stuff. If you want to hear
0: Sierra just hit a guttural scream, uh, oh yeah, go for it.
1: Oh, yeah, all me. But, like, yeah, like my Bammy Shred. It's a very fun song. Go check it out, Darting Eyes. It's on all major streaming platforms.
0: All righty. And we'll have a link to it. So go check it out. Go give it a click. So, for the crew, I've been Pete. She's been Sierra. We'll see you next week.